Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Another warm welcome back to the Round the Boards and Speedway podcast coming to you on BHP Radio this evening. Joined by my regular co host, Rob Ludlow and Kane Watt. How are we doing this evening, guys? Hi. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. How are we all doing? What's going on? Still picking our, our one to sevens, are we? Yeah. 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 I can't no. answer you. I still am. I've got six. Um, and I'm going to try and pick a seventh while we're going, which is a bold idea. But as long as you don't start with the one to sevens, I should be all right. Let's start with the one to seven, shall we? We should be coming. <laughs> we shall come to that later, towards the end of the show. Um, I think for the, for the eagle-eyed amongst us, we um, you may have seen Ronaldo scored his seven hundredth club goal yesterday. Did you I see did. It? Uh, I uh, I called it as well. I don't know if you saw that, yeah. but yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Ronaldo has been overshadowed by the controversy that we embroiled ourselves in with our championship one to seven last week. Yeah. I, I didn't realise it would cause so much of a stir as it actually did in the end. Dearest apologies for uh, not picking Scott Nichols. Or, or Richard Lawson. Or Richard Lawson. Or Danny. Or Danny well, I, I did pick Richard Lawson. You did, yeah. Yeah, so... You just got outfoxed. I had to give up because you were all being mean. I mean, unfortunately, we couldn't pick every rider in the championship. It, it had to be seven, so... We did try. So, moving on to this week's show, anyway, we're, we'll be talking about the news that's come this week. Um, obviously, a lot of meetings have taken place in the Championship. Um, we've got the Watt versus Ludlow Challenge. We've got our meetings of the week, um, some other news, and then, of course, our National Development League 1-7 to to the end of the show. And, like a complete idiot this week, I thought it Every was a week. good idea to message uh, all the riders from our 1-7, to not thinking that three of them might actually reply to me. So... Thank God all seven didn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fair because we'd had quite a, a bit busy. Today, but hopefully, <laughs> Just a um, bit. Sam Masters, 
Sam Masters, Ryan Douglas and Dil- Dylan Rummel will be joining us on the show at some point this evening. I know Sam and Dylan have replied. I'm hoping Ryan's available. So we'll get in touch with them shortly. But we'll jump straight into the fixtures from this week and starting with the National Development League. And Leicester made their way into the final after a, a hard-fought victory in the end. Probably harder than anticipated, Kane, against uh, a, a really good Oxford side in the end. Yeah, I mean, we know who who was uh, the one to push that on. I think Ashton Belgian, I think you say it, Belgian on the uh, the uh, BSN. I'll go with that. I'm not convinced by it, but I still want to say Bowen. But yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. But he looked he looked particularly impressive Um, again at Leicester. Started off with a couple of zeros, but really picked up towards the end and Heat 14, that video I shared, he was well clear. Yeah. I mean, he took a few heats to get going at Leicester, but he's, he's definitely one for the season, next season. I mean, he didn't take he didn't take long to get to grips with the Oxford track. He won Heat 2 uh, from the gate in the in the first leg, but it was it was Leicester who came out on top overall in the end, um, winning 52-38 in the second leg to give them a 12-point victory. Um, overall, and uh, just uh, quick uh, best wishes to Aaron Butcher who suffered a broken back, I think in yes, a grass course, track yes. meeting. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. Um, so he was he was unable to to ride in these meetings. So yeah, best wishes to him. Hopefully, we'll see him back next season. Um, in the other semi final, Berwick um, will be taking a very slender lead over to Mildenhall. Um, I believe it's a week on Sunday uh, for the second leg of their semi final. Um, didn't really seem to come together for him in the end. Um, at home, they, they looked to get himself into a really good position um, and then lost a few heats. And unfortunately for friend of the show, Greg Blair, um, he had a really off night as well. And unfortunately, he's had to no finish of the season due to a head injury. Yeah, it's uh, not, the, not the best way to go. And Kyle Bickley had a crash as well, I think, in heat 15 or 13. Uh, 13, yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the meeting, but um, yeah, I will be watching it. It's um, it's a shame for Berwick because they've had another good season, um, finishing second last year, I think. And uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Sometimes it doesn't go your way, and that's what it was. Yeah, Berwick. I think it'll be tough to, to considering how good Mildenhall have been at home. It's um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's going to be a big ask to. Um, keep going. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say um, Jason Edwards obviously led from the front again and knowing how good Mildenhall are at home it's difficult to see that Berwick are going uh, to keep this as tight as they need it to be um, especially if, if Mildenhall can call on the services of Luke Harrison again um, who had a particularly fine performance at reserve he scored 11 points as well on debut in the National Development League so a big well done to him as well um, and then in the other meeting um particularly big one was the knockout cup final in the championship Rob and Paul have put themselves firmly in the driving seat against Red Car with their second leg coming up at Paul on Wednesday evening but they take a seven point lead into that meeting um, good performances again from the Cook, Cook brothers Ben and Zach 13 and 11 um, outscoring all of their top three in the end yeah it was uh, it, it was a really good uh, performance by Paul um as I said, as, as I know, I said Paul for a for a win at Redcar. 
um, I believe in our predictions. One of you two did. I can't remember who now, actually, off the top of my head. Which one of you two went for it? That was Kane. That weren't me. Hello. Um, yeah, no. Of course, it wasn't you. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a cracky. It's a really, really good away performance. And you know, when you've got a reserve in, in Zach Cook banging in eleven point three, you can afford someone in the in the main body to have a have a pretty awful night. Which which Drew Kent didn't have didn't have a great one, only scoring one and a bonus. Um, and and Ben Cook just sort of really sort of hammering in why why I picked him in the Championship team of the season in the end with that thirteen plus one ahead of. Some of his more of illustrious, uh, illustrious pool counterparts. Um, yeah, I think Red Car would have needed to have won this one at home by probably double figures to give themselves a shot. I think Paul are, are very, very strong at home, um, and I think that this, this this is borderline done and dusted. Without you know, it's never it's never over till it's over, but it's, it's this is borderline done and dusted now with a Paul away win in the first leg. Yeah, I think. Um... We look at Red Car and their season seems to have petered away towards the end, unfortunately, for them when they looked so strong. Um, and a Charles Wright top scored from 14 for them. Um, Eric Riss coming back from injury with nine. And Louis Kerr only getting six and one in the end. But uh, it's Casper it's Anderson, Justin, uh, Jordan Jenkins, sorry, and Jason Edwards, who you only got five between them in the end, Kane, that's, that's probably allowed the uh, pool to have one hand on the trophy. Um, yeah, I, I think you uh, definitely need to give a, a special mention to the Cooks as well. Um, obviously, turning it up to, uh, I think, they, they were they the top scorers? I know they did very well. Yeah. yeah. But, so, you know, even when the Heat leaders having an off night, them two are still pushing the team on. And I, I think, you know, it, it was always going to be tough, for, especially considering pull one in the league as well. You, you were expecting a bit of a close contest. And, um, yeah, it's just one of them things. Um, an off night, it's probably the worst time. But yeah, got to move on. But um, So in terms of our predictions, um, obviously you two went for a pool victory away from home. Rob, agonisingly close, 48-42. Yeah, you say um, agonising, but you were, you were saying some rather colourful stuff to me in the uh, group chat when it looked like I was going to be right again. Oh, I can't remember what I was saying now. But, no, um, no, I'm sure you can't, mate. I'm sure you can't. Uh, no, it wasn't that one actually. It was the Oxford v Leicester meeting. Oh yeah, it? of course. So yeah. I forgot. It's one of them. One of them. There, there was some colourful language coming out of that because you'd nicked my prediction. <laughs> but, um, in the end, on, on the Oxford Leicester one, we all picked up a point for that one. Uh, Oxford just came out on top, forty six, forty four. I think it was Jordan Jenkins that saved us all from Rob getting even further ahead. Um, and then both of you two picked a victory for Paul at Red Car this week, uh, whereas I blobbed out. So, Rob leads 43 to my 35. Kane's on 32. Um, and as an added bonus this week, we've got five fixtures coming to you because we've got to try and catch them at some point. And we're, we're <laughs> it's all a fix. So, we've got this week, and we'll come to these a bit later, we've got Paul versus Red Car, Sheffield versus Bellevue in the second leg of the playoff final. Um, have we got a score update? Anyone from the first leg? Um, Eleven thirteen, and I think there's been a question heat for with Etheridge and Mountain, the reserves. Uh, honestly, I'm doing too much right now. Um, but there, <laughs> there has been a crash. I think they're okay, but I don't necessarily know. Okay. It's gone to to the adverts. I think it's it might be. I think it's ten eight at the moment. Is it not? Might have told a lie. I don't know. It's ten eight on uh, on his. Well, yeah, eleven thirteen would be four heats. 
Yeah. I'm telling lies. <laughs> Got the score right, sort of. Didn't really, did I? So you looked no, into the future and decided... That Robert Lambert's winning. And if Robert oh. Lambert doesn't win, then bad news. Yeah, you've looked into the future and decided that if Mujilak and Connor Mountain are going to 5-1 Robert Lambert. so I will start crying. And Jai Etheridge, of course. Not not forgetting to mention Jai Etheridge, of course. But Yeah. No, I think Jai Etheridge is the one that's gone off in the ambulance, is he not? Yes, he has, yeah. It's all four back, according oh, to this. So... Uh, Norwich Bladorn's going to have a busy night, by the looks of it. it not such a bad thing. Um, he's been in good form, I believe, at, at Bellevue. So um, we'll see how that goes. What I'm going to do just now is I am going to send our three representatives a link to our meeting. Forgive me for Please. possibly not listening, but have we said who they are? Yes, I think we have. I did. I said Sam Masters and Dylan Rummel. Okay. Um, we're coming on and hopefully I did send Ryan Douglas a message um, he's seen it and he, he did say he was coming on so hopefully he'll be joining us on the show as well so while we wait for those to nip in, I don't want to go into too much at the moment just in case they they turn up quite rapidly <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll just go through some of the other news um, from this week um, and obviously the Something that we've put on our social media pages this week is the retirement of Aura Costigard, um, who's had a couple of, shall we say, fairly hefty crashes over the past couple of seasons. Um, and so, Rob, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts on Ulrich are, but he was always one of those riders that um, it was just solid, home and away. And every time he comes to Kings Lynn, he used to annoy the hell out of me, just because <laughs> he, he always picked up points. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we put out on the social media on our socials earlier in the earlier in the day about um, riders that are synonymous with British Speedway, and I would say that Laurie Costagard is probably one of them. Um, as, uh, in terms of a foreign rider, so yeah, it's his, you know, he broke his wind pretty quickly yeah. so back in the noise, so he's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, I wish him all the all the best in retirement, and it's uh, sad to see a, a rider go. Although he is, as you say, picked up a few hefty injuries later on in his career. Well, just just while we're talking about that, we are we have been joined on the call by uh, Dylan Rumble. So, good evening, Dylan. How are we doing? Not too bad. How about yourself? Yeah, very well. Thank you very much, and thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, right now I'm in. The, I'm actually in the van right now. That's fine. But, as long as you as long as you can hear us, okay. Yeah, I hear you perfect. Brilliant. Um, I was just saying before the show started, I made a bit of an error this week. Um, we obviously named our championship one to seven last week. Um, I, I've asked all the all the riders who were in the team to come on the show, and there was yourself, Sam Masters, and Brian Douglas. Those two might drop in at some point as well. But from our point of view, Dylan, um, you made it into our championship one to seven this season. So congratulations, and you've had a really good season down at Oxford. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh, with it being my second year over, you know, I think I'm definitely happy with the progress made. You know, obviously the, the work's not done, but, yeah, I'm definitely happy with it. Yeah, and how did you get to grips with the with the track there? Um, obviously, Oxford's been off the scene for quite a few years, so it, it's first and foremost great to see Oxford back in the league. How did you find the track? I enjoyed it, to be honest. I don't think, I mean, there was a few meetings that we had where, you know, we got some pretty bad rain. But I mean, even even with those meetings, you know, it wasn't it, 
I never could really say that the track was ever terrible, you know. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed going there every week. And, you know, especially with the fan base and all that, you know, I think coming back from such a long break, it might have been a little bit in question on, on how many people would be in the stands and all that. And I think it was actually a bit a bit impressive on some meetings. Yeah, it was, it was nice to see that when Oxford first got themselves back into the league, they, they, they essentially had to stop people from coming in. They had a capacity in place. So the crowds were already really big at Oxford. So that must have added to added to you, to you and all the riders on show and must have given you so much confidence and belief. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's never, you know, obviously we show up and we go to race, you know, regardless, but... Yeah, it definitely makes it a bit more special when you're uh, when you're going out and you know you got a you got the the stands all that packed full of fans. You know, it definitely I think it adds behind the the home spirit as well as you know I think it, it adds a much better atmosphere to the racing. Yeah, and so from from your point of view, you've um, and we alluded to this last week. You came into the team. You were riding at reserve. I think you had the most rides in the championship this season, did he not, Rob? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, it's over. I think it was 111 rides in all in in all the meetings in the in the championship this season. So yeah, you had the most rides of any rider in the league. So yeah, so you've been you've been really busy this season. Started at reserve, done really well in that position, and then built yourself into this middle order rider, and has been a solid middle order rider ever since. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I think you know that that was the main goal coming over. You know, especially, you know, this season, I think, is just trying to get as much seat time as possible. You know, I mean, I think you can you can go home and you can spend as many laps as you want practicing by yourself. But I think the the more racing you get and the more time on the track against other riders, the better. Yeah, of course. And obviously, as we move into next season, um, I don't know if you've already looked to sign contracts with clubs, but obviously you'd like to be back in the UK again next year. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, I think um, this year, you know, I, I've really, I think I've developed a bit and I think it, it's something that I look forward to building on next season. You know, where, where I'll be, I, I can't say for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you can definitely extend me back in the UK and, you know, continuing to push on. And as well as the UK, have you, have you, are you looking into riding on the continent again as well? Is there potential to see you in the leagues in Poland or Sweden? Uh, I mean, to be honest, not. I haven't had too much interest. You know, I think eventually, obviously, you know, that's where the, you know, the, the biggest, I guess the big dogs you can call them are. But, you know, at the moment, I'm just pretty much focused on the UK and trying to develop myself here. You know, I think if, if I can kind of build off of what I've done and become hopefully a one or five, then, you know, Poland will definitely be in my eyesight. But at the moment, I'm mostly just focused on the UK. Yeah. Uh, are you looking, obviously, we're looking ahead to next year as well. We've got um, there's a World Cup in Poland next year. Obviously, we're changing from the Speedway of Nations back to the old formula for the World Cup. Are you looking at a potential World Cup place for the United States as well? To be 100% honest with you, I don't think that the, the Team USA is in the World Cup next year. I think it's, I believe we have to wait three or four years until we're back in it, unfortunately. I've, I've dropped myself in it there. I thought there was going to be some qualification rounds next year. <laughs> there, no, it was based on Speedway Nations. 
Yeah, no, I, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure exactly how, how it all works or any of that. I pretty much, I get the phone call, and they ask me if I'm up to ride, and of course, you know, I, I take any opportunity I can, especially to ride for my country. So if I get yeah. the phone call, we'll see. But I think to, to my current knowledge, I don't think Team USA will be in it. Okay. And, I mean, I've, we spoke to uh, Bruce Pennell on a previous show about we look back over the years of the, the American talent that's been on these shores, but we're now seeing a new a new range of American riders coming on the scene, and you've got a lot of uh, good Americans now riding in this country as well. Luke Becker's one. He's obviously riding in Poland as well. He's forging a good career in the UK. Yeah, yeah, no, Luke's a great rider. I think, uh, you know, he's one of the guys that, you know, I think it, it almost looks like it, it just comes naturally where he, he almost doesn't, you know, have to really try when he's on the bike. You know, it kind of just, he's able to just go out there and, and put out results. You know, I think uh, he, he's a great rider. And, I mean, you see it in Speedway Nations as well, where he, he goes out there. I think in Speedway Nations, he was one of the top scorers for one of the matches. So, yeah, it's really impressive to see. Perfect. And um, I'll just move over to these two guys. Have you got anything to ask, uh, Dylan? Uh, I'm all geared up with the uh, with the quickfire ten. So, uh, Kane, you go for it, mate. I'm I'm still sorting other things. I do apologise. <laughs> no worries, Dylan. What I'm going to do is um, I've asked the questions. We've got we've got a quickfire ten questions for you now. All we need you to do is just uh, what the first the first answer that comes into your head. Um, all our all our guests have come on the show um, and have to answer this question. So, I'll hand over to Rob. Yep. So uh, yeah, when you're um, when you're ready, we'll, we'll, we'll crack on. Um, there's nothing too uh, you know too difficult in there. There's nothing to trip you up or anything like that. So, um, question number one, mate. What's your favourite track? Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, uh, favourite rider that you've raced with? Probably. Nah, I don't have one. I don't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Well, yeah. No. Fair enough. We'll take that one. Um, number three. <laughs> your uh, three favourite things about Speedway. Um. Probably. Three favourite things would probably be, I the travelling. You know, that, that's probably one that I don't like and I do like. You know, I think it's it's a sport that gets to take you around the world. Um. I'd say the buzz you get from just racing. You yeah. know, I think the adrenaline rush that you get is obviously amazing. And then probably the, the satisfaction of being able to go out there and really just ah, probably just the, the feeling that you get from winning a race. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, number four, uh, where was your, if you remember, where was your first professional race and uh, where did you finish in that race? I believe my first professional race was at, I want to say in Paris, in Paris, California. And I'm not sure how I did, to be honest with you. I think I might have, I think I might have made semis or I might have even been in the final. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, that's good. No, great. Um, number number five, your favorite speedway rider ever? Favorite speedway rider ever? Probably, probably around Billy Gennaro. Yeah, no, yeah, perfect. Um, uh, six, uh, question number six, your uh, best moment in Speedway so far? Best moment? Getting to come over to the UK and race. Perfect. Um, number seven, your least favourite thing about Speedway? Uh, 
to travel. Cool. Uh, and uh, number eight, what sport would you do if you weren't uh, if you weren't a speedway rider? I'd probably be a professional reader. Reader. Your, I mean, there's the grand final of the the Premiership going on at the moment. But who do you think is going to win the playoffs in the three leagues this season in in the UK? That's a tough one. I think uh, who's in the who's in the final for the national league? Uh, It's uh, they still they've got the semi-finals at the moment. So Berwick are ahead of Mildon all by three i think three or four points yeah, um three. and the other one you leicester. might need to help me out with this one eh? Leicester. leicester leicester and leicester already in the final uh leicester will be tough to beat i'll say leicester i think for the final and championship i'll have to say pool yeah i'll have to say pool they, they've been strong all season and then in, i think in the in the premiership i'm watching it right now but I think Sheffield. Yeah, no, that's, I, th- I think I think a lot of people have got Bellevue as a, as favourites, but yeah, I'd put Sheffield myself actually. So, I think that was my start of season prediction. So they're going to need to win it really. <laughs> um, and then the final question, mate. This is the big one for us three. Uh, so for any reason, um, just pick one of these three teams. Uh, so Swindon Robins, Workington Comets, or Kingsland Stars. I'll go working to yes <laughs> perfect spot on that's the best answer you could have given mate <laughs> no, perfect that's all of them perfect thanks very much mate yep no worries I'm literally speechless <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like three Oxford riders we've had on that have all said Swindon and it's, it's <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't go uh, next time you're in Oxford don't tell anyone you said Swindon out of those three alright <laughs> yeah, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, well, firstly, thank you for joining us on the show, Dylan. It's been great to talk to you, although only briefly. But um, all we'll say is best of luck. Uh, obviously, the season's finished for you now, but best of luck for next season. Um, and well done for making our championship team of the season. You've had an incredible year. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it a ton. I appreciate the mention of me as well, and thank you for having me on. No problem. Thanks very much, Dylan. We'll hopefully speak to you in the future. Okay, sounds good. See you guys. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks very Thanks much, very mate. Much. Well, great to have Dylan on the show there. Driving along. I don't know where he's yeah. going. His season's finished. On the move. Um, bad news on the other front, I'm afraid. Um, I, I'll say bad news. It's, it's good news for Sam Masters. Oh. He's actually in, he's actually in hospital because his partner's going into labour. So Congratulations. So, congratulations, Sam. Congratulations I think we can let him off to, there. Yeah, Only congratulations just. to himself and Tegan. Um, hopefully, all runs smoothly there, and uh, he'll have a have a child to look after soon. That'll be fun for him. But <laughs> yeah, speaking it, from experience, I mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> in terms of Ryan Douglas, I'm still waiting for a response from Ryan. So we'll move on. We'll move over to you, Kane. Uh, we were just talking about Ulrich Ostergaard previously, and and just some of your thoughts about Ulrich and his career. Actually, I didn't. I didn't really know where he was until about 2012, when he signed for Red Car again. But I mean, after that, you know, once I got old and started looking at speed a bit more, it's, uh, you know, he was he's, he's been quite rising around quite a while. Former Comet, yeah, let's go. Um, Premier League Riders Champion winner. I saw that one. Um, 
and yeah, he's just an all-round legend to British speedway, really, isn't he? I mean, yeah, oh, mate, he's a two-time elite league, well, elite league premiership, whatever you want to call him, champion, isn't he? So, yeah, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um, that league, the yeah, um, has, has he won the Premier League as well? I want to say he has. He's he's good. He is a oh, what a rider, fast boy. He's fast, isn't he? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> you can see how you've caught me off guard here. Um, good rider, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fill in for I'll fill in for you a little bit. The Heat four in the uh, in the Premiership Grand Final. Uh, so first leg has been run now, and Lambert did win that, despite actually according to this coat being out of the uh, gate last, stone dead last coming. He out was. Of the gate. He was it. He went from um, last to second on Ben three. Yes, so oh, that's oh. a three all. So it is thirteen eleven, not eleven thirteen. I can't wait to potentially see him on bonfire night. No, not bonfire mm. night. Halloween at King's Lynn. What? Be giving you nightmares, mate. Sorry, I that's that, a standard. Yeah, plan. That's a good one. Though. <laughs> no, I like that. I think that's probably the only time we're actually going to get the meeting in against Bellevue if we ever actually run it. Just have it as a Christmas special. Christmas special. There's nothing special about it. No. <laughs> Nothing, nothing special about you getting beat again, I suppose, is it, mate? No, no, it's not enjoyable. <laughs> um, just another piece of news to come out as well. Um, a, rela- a relaxation from the Polish authorities um, on the rules. I, I don't know what to make of this, to be honest, because um, as it was reported, um, the Polish league are going to allow the British league, well, to be considered as an extra team for the, te- the riders that ride in Poland. So now they would be able to select riding in Poland, Sweden and the UK, as I read it. Um, but Thursday nights now become an alternative race night for rain-offs in Poland. So, Rob, how do you think this fits in for, I don't know, teams like Sheffield and Ipswich who are potentially going to ride Thursday nights and at short notice lose riders? Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, I think from from the sort of the gist I could get from it was that the BSPL did sort of a deal with the Polish with the Polish sort of federation. Um, obviously, the Poland are, are, are probably are still getting the the better end of that deal, but it's 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 a step forward probably in the right direction. It does mean that they're that it, you're more likely to see some of the better some of the top riders in in the UK again. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what the sort of what the stats are in terms of Poland in terms of rainoffs in Poland this year, but um, I don't recall too many. Um, they, they they seem to be okay for rainoffs generally in Poland. I think it's it's not too bad. So, um, you know, you could you could possibly sign a a, a GP star in your in your team and who's going to have an extra league of place and then and possibly only lose them for maybe one or two meetings a season. Um, or you know, you, you've got to start looking at possibly Monday nights as as a as a Premiership night and everybody racing. Obviously, that puts the problem of having guests of of, no, of not having guests. So you might have to look at a different way. Um, you know, one possible way maybe is go to six rider teams and and have maybe seven in your. Maybe you can still sign seven and have six rider teams. Um, maybe up the average limit a smidge, and that gives you the option. And then that way you can sort of you can cover in case it covers for it, but. Your teams are still allowed to sign the still able to sign these riders. Um I think that's that's a that's a possible way to go maybe, um, in terms of in terms of the teams. I know everybody seems to like the seven rider teams, but I think it's it's maybe a way to go. There was there was one there was a couple of things I've forgotten what one of them I was thinking of now, but 
the alternative race night, I don't know if that's extra legal or whether it's legal one land legal two as well, which will again have a massive impact on a lot of teams on Thursday night racing because a lot of uh, British league riders ride in legal one and legal two as well. Yeah, I mean, you'd like there was not really any mention of it in the in the sort of press release. Um, you, you're kind of hoping that it's just extra liga, and then the teams in the in the lower in the lower divisions in Poland maybe it's not. Yeah, you know, those riders can sort of pick and choose where they where they want to be as such. Um, I'm not entirely sure that the entire Polish pyramid all ride on a Sunday. I think some of the lower league teams ride on other nights off the top yeah. of the head, maybe. So, exactly. yeah. So it's yeah. So I, I think it's you know if they get a rain off in those leagues, they could always move it to Sunday. Um, but I think with, with the extra league, with it being on a Sunday, that the Thursday makes sense in in their eyes, I suppose. But with the others, there's there's a possibility if you, if they get a call a rain off on a Friday, they can race it on a Saturday. So it's it it might be slightly easier for the lower league riders, but um, yeah, it's, it depends. I don't see all if if you say there's going to be seven teams in the Prem next season. Um, I don't see all of them signing a Grand Prix rider or a rider that's in the extra league. From being perfectly honest, um, yeah. so will it affect us that much? Not. I don't think it will initially. Um, if things pick up in a couple of seasons' time, it might start to. If you start getting um, GP riders over here regularly, I've got a great idea. Go on. Just let the championship round Thursday instead. Sorted. Well, I think you could do that. Have, I just think we should have one fixed race night in this country anyway, like, like Poland do. The issue with that, though, it's doubling up, though, isn't it? They, they don't use guests. That as do well. They? they have squads. They all have squads. So it's not. Yeah, yeah but, but this is the model we should probably go down. Have one home meeting every two weeks. One home, one away, and then just have a squad system. I, I, don't, I just don't see what the problem is with it. Money? Well, there's not. people don't like that there's not enough meetings or... But then it's it's a strange one because people don't moan about there not being enough meetings, and then they moan that the season goes on for too long. So, it's... yeah, I mean we're now in what are we? October, October the tenth. We've got twenty one days to the end of the month, and we've still got another twenty meetings to go. Yeah, I mean, if you do that in the prem, if you have one home, one away, home meeting every two weeks, there's only twelve. That's only twelve meetings for a season. So, yeah, I think it's short. Yeah, with the introduction of, I mean, how many do they have in Poland? They have fourteen, don't they? Fourteen, yeah. I don't. It doesn't seem to be a problem for them. Um, but that's what I mean. But we try and we try and smash in, ride each other four times. So you see Chris Harris eighteen thousand times a season, knockout <laughs> knockout cups and everything else as well. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I mean, I suppose you could have you could if they got eight teams in if they got eight teams in the Premiership and you have fourteen meetings, maybe. Um, and then you can maybe throw in a cup competition to make up those extra meetings with a group stage, maybe two groups of four, you know, and then, yeah. and then that way you, you could even, you know, even if it's just one, you only race each team in your group once, at least that's still, you know, that's an extra three. So that's 17 matches and it's, it becomes a bit, you know, and you get a sort of, you're getting a bit more money for your uh, season ticket, I suppose. If you've got a season ticket. Well, if, if you support a club that sells them. <laughs> Yeah, that's strange. It, it is very strange. Um, and just the one final bit of news coming from this week. Um, over the weekend, it was the under-23 uh, European Championships in Tarno in Poland, which, of course, the Poles won. But I thought, actually, Denmark got a lot closer than I thought they would. Um, but it was Great Britain who picked up another good medal, bronze medal, um, led by Dan Bewley, 
um, but important laps for Tom Brennan, Leon Flint and Drew Kemp as well. Yeah, I, I think you're right in terms of the score, in terms of the scoreline that, that Denmark got a much closer than probably most people would have, would have thought. Um, in terms of the general standard, I think, yeah, Britain, Britain have, have obviously Bewley's got well over half, half the half of GB's points in the meeting. So, but as you say, it's good, it's good laps. You, you kind of hoping, I mean, I might be a bit being a bit critical, but you were kind of hoping maybe Tom Brennan might have scored a few more, if I'm being honest. But um, it is interesting to see in the, in the Polish team that um, the rider that hasn't we haven't really seen on the world stage at all. Obviously, uh, Cherniak, Lampart, and Miskoviak have all been in the under twenty one series this year, and Cabrera has been on sort of on on the world team for a couple of years now. And it is the Polish rider um, Kowalski that's ended up with the with the high score of 13. Uh, Kowalski done quite well in the Polish under-21s as well, though, didn't he? He won it. Did, no, he didn't, because I had a bet on him. <laughs> Did you not? With the one yeah, at Chester Harbour? I can't remember, though. No. He definitely didn't win. He let me down at the end. Oh, never mind, then. Don't mind. I think... I, he won something in Poland. Yeah, definitely won that. I think it was. I'll, I'll, I'll bet on him on something else, then. Ah, well. It was a bronze helmet or something. When the fun stops, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Can't stop, won't stop. We'll move move on. Um, A couple more things to do before we delve into our one to sevens. Obviously, um, we're still waiting to see if Ryan appears on the show. Um, He's not read my message, unfortunately. I did have concerns. Um, I should also point out that Sam Masters, who's uh, currently in hospital... Um, he was due to collect our um, rider, championship rider of the season as well, Kane. He was, and he, he will get a trophy of some sort at some point when we can do it and afford it and figure out what we want to do. But, yeah, there's something on the way. We're not really sure what it is, but hopefully he likes it. And if he doesn't, then he can give it back. It's <laughs> something else to put in his trophy cabinet, isn't it? Yeah, there'll be a small corner somewhere we can pop it in. I mean, there's don't think it'll be taken centre stage or anything. Well, I mean, he might have some bits and pieces from Edinburgh, but it'll from Wolves. It's been a tough end to the season. Evening, Ben <laughs> Pete, by the way. Yeah, I think it, Wolves. They were sort of hauled by injuries a little bit. Um, I know Ryan Douglas had a, a nasty crash in the pool, I think, and another one in Poland, and then he's. His form sort of dipped off after that a little bit. Um, obviously, Masters had the foot injury. Uh, I think there might have been another one. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's a. It's it's speedway. Sometimes you know you're not. If your team doesn't have an injury during the season, you're very very lucky. Um. And then that, but yeah, it's the the home form against Ipswich in the semis was a, a bit of a surprise. You know. In this season, we've seen the team maybe not firing all on all cylinders at once, and that night, none of them did. So it was a bit like a, I forgot what we were talking about before. It was a bit like another team that we mentioned previously that are called something. Um, that you know, if you have two, you know, you can have an off night, but you've had it at the worst. Oh, red car, red car. You know, they had an off night at the worst time, and it, it is what it is. Mm. But they'll be kicking themselves. Um, but you know, they'll come back next season. Yeah, of course they will. Um, 
So we'll we'll move on then. Um, and it is time for the Watt versus Ludlow challenge. Come on. Um, I'll just I'll just fire in a quick score update from Bellevue for anybody not watching it. It's uh, now eighteen points to twelve. Uh, Jack Holder's been ex- was excluded from heat five for a an interesting crash where he's um, he, he stuck he stuck right in the fence and then has continued and then has clipped Zagar's back wheel as well. So he's been excluded. So it's it's not the best night for Sheffield's number one who hasn't scored a point yet from two meet two not two meetings two heats. Uh, and Bellevue lead by six at home already. That's ominous. It is ominous. Although Joe Etheridge has withdrawn from the meeting, um, so no problem will be. They can't use IRR, can they? They can use. Uh, they can use Blowdown, can't they? Can they use That's him three times? Uh, yeah. yeah. Assuming he doesn't replace anybody else. Honestly, yeah, there's so many rules I've got to keep up with in different leagues. I just forget everything now. So, Blowdown will have seven program rides tonight. I wonder when they'll be doing the heat sub. Ha ha ha. Sorry. <laughs> oh. o- only, only you two will get that. Yeah. yeah. That's why it was the most pointless joke in the world. I just wish I didn't get it. You know? Sometimes I just pretend that like we're not recording. It's best way of doing it. And then I'll say something really bad and then it'll go on the recording and then I like to pretend we're not recording as well when you start talking. <laughs> Be careful because I'm the one who's recording, remember, so I'll just, just remove you from the episode and then it's just the Kane and Rob show. Be absolutely fine. Right. Anyway, the quiz. The quiz. Um, this, is a good, this is this one's a good one for you, Rob. You'll love this one. Oh. Oh, as it's National Development League Week. Oh, oh get on. Yeah. Kane will enjoy this one more. Right. National Development League and based on a similar quiz that we had last week or the other week with the championship. So, of the eight teams and their seven currently declared riders, so Mm. 56 riders in total. Which way is he going? I want you to name every rider that was born in the 21st century. (sighs) Don't say bad words. Come on. Living in First century, but I want every rider that was born in the 21st century. Right. I'm going to mm. let Kane go first because he's confident and it gives Rob a little time to think about it. <laughs> Archie Freeman. Archie Freeman. You've got to bear with me because I'm in alphabet. Um... Well, it's an air. Well, it's no, an air. It's in date order. Oh, date order? Well, then. Oh. Go to the top. Oh, Darcy Freeman. It's correct. 16, 17? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you how old he is. He's 17. He's 18, too. Happy birthday, Alfie. Uh, Alfie, Archie. Sorry, Archie. Dan, uh, Dan Thompson. Dan Thompson is correct. I'm going to pop an S out of this and say Joe Thompson, because they're <laughs> twins. That's a wrong answer, that one. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. He's born on the 31st of December, 1999. No. <laughs> that is correct. Thank you. Um, Kyle Bickley. I hate you. Kyle Bickley. I'm looking for him again. I can tell you it's correct. I wish I was done in alphabetical order now. What have I done in this order for? That is correct. <laughs> He's 20. Um, Freddie Hodder. Freddie Hodder. That's got to be correct. It is correct. 
Uh, Ace Piper. Ace Piper. Good. Best answer so far? I'll say best. He's one of the youngest. Sam McGurk. Sam McGurk is correct. Um, are they twins? I don't know. I think, I think they, they are. might be. Well, yeah. I, they're, I mean, they're definitely, I'll try it. I'll go Harry They're definitely again. related. They're, they are brothers, but they're not twins. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, thank God. You're actually doing quite well at this, Rob. Yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah. Yeah, let's not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next one's going to be wrong. Let's not, let's Harry not. Let's a couple not. of years older than Sam. Ben Rathborn. Ben Rathborn. Friend of Kane's. Is he? He's northern. Is he? Uh, is he? <laughs> he might be. Anyway, it's an incorrect answer. Is, is it? <laughs> How old is he? He is 25. Is he? Oh, is he? Born, he? born in 1997. Oh, no way. No way is he born in 1997. Hashtag scenes. I am. I'm, actually, I'm shocked by that one. Absolute scenes. I'm going to the very bandit speedo. Just don't do it then. Oh, he is from 1997. Oh, I'm fuming. I was my next answer was Jason Edwards. So I was just going off with Galadriel teams. Jason Edwards is under 21. I know that much. He's on the list. That's I'm actually like embarrassed. More shocked that he's under 20, over 21, over 22. Same thing. Mad. Wow. I might even do another bonus one for you. Can we? Please. I'm so, I'm so upset. I'm going to do a bonus one just so so uh, Kane can try and get a point out of this. I'm banking that point though. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you, that point's in the bag. You've got Good. that. That's fine. There's no you know, there's no shenanigans here. There's no like double no. or double or nothing. Like I'm banking the point. All I want you to do is the first person to shout out. And it's, you can shout out as many times as you want. Yeah. Who is the youngest rider in the league? Jordy Scott. No. Luke Max Billy. Perry. Max Perry's correct. What? He is two months younger than Jody Scott. Huh. Actually, technically, it's Aston Bowden. He's not in the declared one to seven, though, is he? Is he not? Well, then... It's a good thing I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was due to ride. He was due to replace uh, Sam Beebe at Mildenhall, but he decided to not take that and guessed for Oxford instead. He decided to not ride in the final to ride in the semi-final. Yeah, smart. It's better than not no. riding at all, though, isn't it? Well, he might yeah, ride in the final anyway because he, he's not in the playoffs anymore. Is a meeting match speedway <laughs> zoom. All that, you know, bikes. <laughs> you know me, speedway. Oh god! How have you? I, I, no, I'm not surprised that you've lost. Actually, what do you mean? Just your insightful knowledge. Speedway. <laughs> right. How's that? Wait, I've lost my predictions, mate. Oh no! I've forgotten what the scores are. So you got one point each there. So it's it's nicely placed at fourteen apiece. Yeah, no, I just, I just feel, like, I feel like I should definitely go ahead because I've got the actual, I've won the actual quiz. There. You could have just like refused to do the bonus round. I could have refused. Or to you do could the have bonus just round. got it right. You know that that was another option. 
Um, I mean, um, uh, to be honest, Max Perry didn't even appeal. Did, not, not appeal. Didn't even like appear ooh. in my thoughts, mate. For a for a, for I I honestly have no idea how old the guy how old the guy was. He's he's fifteen. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks for that. Don't worry about it. I'm glad we got there in the end. Cheers for that. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Here anytime. Just thanks, Bob. We've got another quiz next week, man. I'm running out of ideas, man. Get someone to drop into the shout box with some quiz ideas. Come on, shout box. The chat's dead, so we were on you. <laughs> right, moving on. We're getting closer to our end National Development League 1 to 7. Has Rob picked seven riders yet? That's the question. I have. I've got seven Come riders on. and I've got reasons for all of them apart from one, but I think that one's pretty self explanatory. So Ooh, okay. I've got put I've got reasons. Well we say that, but I thought Richard Lawson was pretty self explanatory until we got here. So be prepared. <laughs> the people the people have spoken as well. Yeah. one there was one gentleman who spoke quite a lot, to be honest. Yeah, and it, it wasn't me. <laughs> It definitely wasn't me. What we shall do now, though, is our predictions for our five meetings this week. Five meetings. The things you've got to do to try and win, isn't it? It's awful. It's horrendous. Do you know what the funny yeah. thing is about our predictions? I don't even you like look at the matches until we get here. So if we've I ever from, win, we've it's gone amazing. from meeting of the week predictions at the start of the season where there's one, you know, where there's one meeting. Also, we've got five now. Yeah, at the end but the, these are playoff here. matches, so it's just, just it's just, just poor, up. isn't it? It's not just just, just it's, grow up. It's, just it's people, it's, people just don't like losing, you know. Just, just live with it. End of the season. Yeah, but you could win by even further, mate. Yeah, I just, could do. Just get them right. Come on. Tell right, you what, just pick the exact that. same result that Nathan does. <laughs> then then let me win instead. I went first last time and I got it massively wrong. No, you so, didn't. You you didn't go first last time and then got mad because you didn't go first. So you should go well, first. No, then I went first on the red car one and got it completely wrong. Exactly. Well, so you should you go, go first. first. Why didn't you go first on the red car one again? Get that completely right. I'm happy to go first. Let me just get my prediction up. It's Paul against red car. Knockout cup, second leg on Wednesday evening. Paul, I've, I've looked at the fixtures, the previous fixtures. I haven't. I'm, I'm doing it now. Go, I am going to go for Paul, surprisingly, <gasps> to win... To win. Fifty-seven thirty-three. I'm big because I think they've got riders that are capable of scoring big and riding fast. Nowhere and fast. Yeah. For I would like to see that happen. I'll go in order, so I'll come to Kane next. Hello. I'm also going to go for a pool win. Um, I'm going to go slightly higher than a. 57, 50, whatever you picked, I've forgotten. Um, I'm going to... Yep, I'm going to go higher than that one, and I'm going to say it'll be another 60, 60 point half pool. Um, 60... Oh, let's see. I, I panicked a little bit because Eric Riss didn't ride there in the league, so I don't know how good he is. He's He's also fast, isn't he? Let's not go. Uh, I also think it'd be a poor win, um, so I'll go with a trio. I don't think anybody is... <laughs> I, I'm not entirely... Yo, I was thinking to myself, I've got a bit of a lead. I could go for a red card. I'm not going to do that, but uh, I'm going to go for a poor win, and I think I think we're being a bit harsh on red card. I think 
especially the 6327 is a bit hefty. So I'm going to go 5337. I'll be bigger than that, definitely. Right, then we move on to Thursday evening and what will be the second leg of the playoff. Premiership playoff final, Sheffield against Bellevue. So we'll come to you first, Kane, this time. Hello again, it's me. Um, Bellevue currently winning 24 18. Um, I think that Sheffield will win, necessarily not overall, but I think they'll win. Hmm, tricky one 50 40. Over to you, Rob. Mm, this is it is a tricky one because you don't know what what the deal is going to be like after tonight's meeting because if Bellevue blow them away in the second half of this meeting, it could be yeah, you're not sure. You don't know. It's a hard one. Uh but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Chef I'm I'm thinking Sheffield's gonna keep it tight tonight, and I reckon they might even I reckon there's only gonna be six in it tonight, and I reckon they're gonna win by eight at home. So I'm gonna go forty nine forty one. I'm just going to watch them get five ones to go ten points up and then tell you that like it's a bit of an issue. <laughs> I'll let well, you know how it goes. I predicted 50-40, so Kane's done me over there. Sure. Sheffield did spank them last time in the leagues. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other side and I'm going to go 51-39 Sheffield. Because I can't get any closer to my score. So, then we move on. Where are we going next? This is Saturday. This is a knockout cup fixture, I believe, in the National Development League. Saturday? Do you know where I'm going on Saturday? Edinburgh with. for the Scottish Open. Oh, you had said, yeah. Yeah. Um, what have we got? Leicester against Mildenhall. Rob, you're up first. First leg of the knockout cup. I like the fact that we kept me till last for the league for the league I vaguely know something about, and then the league yeah, that I'm not hot true. on. It's all we'll go back, isn't it? Yeah. We go for me first, don't we? Yeah, brilliant, fantastic. Um, okay. First. Stop whining and get on with it. What? Crikey! All right, boss. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I I think Leicester are gonna win this one for no other reason. I've got a gut feeling that they're gonna win this one. Um, I bet still the same scores I've got written down. Research. I'm I'm gonna go Leicester. Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna go forty-eight, forty-two, Leicester. Okay. I'm up next, so I can keep my original. I'm going fifty-forty to Leicester. I think Jason Edwards will keep that one tight. Kane, back to you. Hi, it's me. I'm Kane. Um, uh... Jesus. <laughs> I don't know where. Have we got to take you back at some point? I, I do need maintenance every now and then. I'll get a <laughs> refund, to be honest. <laughs> All right, calm it's down. broken. <laughs> <laughs> do we keep the receipt? I'll find one. Got a prediction or not? Yeah, go on. I right, got that. Nah, I don't want to say it anymore. Okay. Um, fifty. No. Yeah. No. Forty-nine, forty-one. Right. Moving on again. Where are we now? Sunday. We're off to Mildenhall. Oh, I'm not going back to Mildenhall, but um. <laughs> Mildenhall versus Berwick, the second leg of the playoff semi-final. Um, where's my prediction? This might change a little bit now because Greg Blair's not there. 
it's not going to change that much, to be honest. Uh, 55-35, I'm going. Big win for Mildenall. They're solid at home. Jason Edwards will have six rides. Not that they're a one-man team or anything, but... Yeah, you keep making it out like that, though. Yeah, they're good at home, though. So... <laughs> we'll go to you, Kane. Hello, it's me. Um, um, hmm. Blair's not riding. Bigby might be injured. So, on that basis, I'm going to say Luke Harrison might ride. Ashton Belgian might ride. So, Milmall are going to win. And the score will be 58-32. Possibly more. But I'm going to say 58-32. Back to Rob. Um... I'm going to go Mildenall win as well. <gasps> having, I mean, I, I was leaning that way already. Uh, and then you two have, have flown in there with a couple of big Mildenall wins. So I think if I went for a Berwick win, I'd be probably need to be uh, sectioned. Um, I'm going to go for a Mildenall win at 57-33. It's going to be 56-34, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be 56-34. Uh, oh, what have I done there? What are you doing? Messing the sheet up, innit? Cool. I need there to go. There we go. Uh, we'll go to Rob for the last meeting of the week on Monday. Um, the big one, as you would say, and nobody else. The biggest, probably the biggest fixture of the season, in my eyes. <laughs> uh, so, what, what are you laughing at? <laughs> It's the <laughs> it's it's the one we all wanted to win at the start of the season, and if anyone tells you differently, they're lying. It's the Premiership Knockout Cup final first leg between Kingsland and Sheffield. Rob. Okay. Um I'm gonna go Sheffield win actually. Um thought you, thought you might. I think it'd be I think it'd be reasonably close, although whether or not uh, as they say in football, will Kingsley be on the beach a bit? Maybe. Um, I'm standing, uh, I'm going to go... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, 48-42 to Sheffield. Cool. <laughs> That's almost as disgusting as finding out you secretly support Liverpool. I don't support... I don't secretly support Liverpool. We've been yeah. through this. You follow them. I said I like them. Yeah, there you go. No one. Let's not. Let's not go. Let's not go mad, shall we? Kane, I'll come to you next. Um, sorry, I was just watching the playoff final. Charles Wright has just hit the fence and landed <coughs> like face first on the floor. I think he's okay, but we'll see. He was in second, so points drop for Bellevue. Panic stations. Um, score. Anyway, back to yeah. I should probably put score in now. I want to say Kings and win, but also like I want to be right, so I'll say <laughs> Sheffield will win. Um, uh, I might, I might pick a draw. I'm not gonna, but I might. It's, it's gonna be very close. And you know what? No, I can't. Sheffield will win forty six, forty four. Lack of faith, you two. 
I'll tell you what's going on. This is where he says King's only going to bash out 70 20. Yeah, they're going to win by 40 odd points or something stupid. We're going to win. We're on a roll. We've got Freddie Jacobson at reserve. Hero. That's about it. But (laughs) if he bangs in 16 points, we're winning. So I'm going to say we're going to win 48 42. We're going to go to Sheffield with a lead. It's bold. It's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. I, lost, I admire your optimism. We've lost at home to Sheffield twice without Jakobsen, I might add. Everyone's back, Touchwood. I just want to say, if, um, if Charles Wright is injured, obviously, probably he isn't, my 63-27 looks pretty good. It's cool. more like 69-21. Haha, <laughs> 69. <laughs> You're a child. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a password at work that ends in 69, and I chuckle to myself when I say it. <laughs> and then out loud you go, ha, 69. Oh, I've just, oh, I've just heard from Ryan Douglas as well. He won't be coming on either. Oh, no. These championships. Well, at least we've got one person on the show anyway. He's getting trophy now. Who? Dylan? Dylan. Not actually, no. Yeah, but yeah. Sam Masters has got a decent excuse. Well, mm. I reckon I reckon uh, Dylan gets a trophy of team of the season to shell up. Yeah. And then next week, I'm, well, next week I might as well message all seven riders that we put in the NDL team because none of them will turn up. Please don't. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> yeah, but that was fun just waiting for everyone to reply this week. <laughs> I was so I was going to is... wake up to just even more guests on the show every day. Look, I can't, I couldn't open it up anymore because I couldn't, couldn't get any guests. Twenty-four guests next any... week. I couldn't get anyone into the lobby. <laughs> Good. Right, so we're here. We're we're into the main part of the evening. The na- our national development league teams of the season. Well, we've teams. got to here, have we? Oh, yeah. Do you, Do you want me to just fire my seven out? And then we'll all know I have no idea what I'm talking about. No, and then where's, we can... the where's the fun in that? Charles Wright is is getting into an ambulance. Um, it's not looking good. Bellevue down to five. Uh oh, the curse is back. Is the Bellevue is the Bellevue curse back? And that means that I think that, it's some sort of you know. They're just putting a flat cap one, yeah. They are back into back within. They're back within six. As I said, I reckon if they keep it to single figures, and I said six, and then they win by eight. But I think if Sheffield keep this single figures, they've got a real, real chance. Norwich's only got three more rides left, hasn't he? But they can use uh, for Charles Wright, can't they? Can they? Uh, yeah. I'm sure they can use it for both of them, but they can. Only it's use a reserve, it. though, isn't it? So, bit of an issue. Um, I just I just want to check um, that our poll that was put up today and um, Bellevue were had seventy percent of the votes and um, it's not looking amazing but it is only heat nine ten nine they're still six points up yeah they're still six point six points up but it's all question marks with the away form isn't it. I mean, Kane told me that Tobias Muse likes awful round Bellevue, but well, he's never been awful for swimming round Bellevue. I, th- I think what you need to understand, Kane, is Mujilak is an app is a god, and you need to you just need to accept it Sorry. and realize he's very very good. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, well, in Britain. Again. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. You know, there's, there's you. less of the Mujilak bashing because the bloke's a hero. 
He also Kane also told me that Zagar would drop more than thirteen or a couple of points, and he's only dropped. No, one I said he could. Uh, yeah, but, I mean the Lambert, Lambert ones are right, so I mean I'm not really bothered. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's move on. We've got half an hour to do our National Development League team of the season. So I'm going I'm 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 to embarrass Rob. I'm going to let him go first. By all means, you can let me go first. Um, He's going to pick an obvious one that we've all got. Well, I could do, but I could pick one that maybe you don't have. I don't know. Go on, be bold. Be all brave. Right. So I'll start at the bottom of my team and work my way up here. Um, I'm gonna have. I've gone for. Uh, I've got two Leicester riders in my team, and I've gone for Max Perry. Max Perry. Uh, based on the fact that he come in, he started the season. His first green sheet average was a three. Um, and if you include in bonus points, he's averaging three point six seven higher than that. So he's on a six sixty seven, including yeah. bonus points at the end of the season, which I think is a massive jump for the for as you've pointed out. Another point I'm going to make. Is that he's the youngest rider in the league? I think that's a mega jump for the youngest rider in the league. So that's I why I've got him in my team this season. I haven't got him, but I understand why you have got him. I and also haven't got him, but I wouldn't be opposed to putting him in. No, I wouldn't. On on reflection, I think it's a good shape. You started and, and well, Robert. You started well. I've, I've started hefty. First for the other six. I've, I've, that's <laughs> a solid start from Rob. I'm happy for him there. He's picked a good. Um, bash out Lewis Miller in a minute. Kane, we'll go to you. Hello, it's me. Um, uh, we'll stay with Leicester. Um, we have mentioned this one already. We all have him. Connor Coles. Yep, I've yep. got him. Fun fact for the yeah. listeners. He has a higher average at home than Dan Thompson. And in my opinion, is one of the key performers for their success so far. I, I can't argue. I, I, I looked at that stat and I was... Shocked to know that he had um, what's his home average ten point seven one one yeah including bonus points which is a phenomenal record thirty one out of thirty four rides in the top two at home and even his away average is commendable um, seven point two three um, and I think he's I wouldn't say he's outperformed the Thompsons in many respects but he is averaging nine point two. He did have a place in the championship, um, so I think personally, I think he's warranted a place in the in the one to seven. Yeah, I mean, I've got him in my team, so I, I can't disagree with you. Uh, his starting average at the start of the season was only was just over six, six point zero four. So to end with a nine point two, including bonus points, is uh, is yeah, massive jump, similar to the Max Perry, is well over three points. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't think we're going to argue over that one. No, I, I think we can already we can already pencil him in. Pencil him in. We're going to pencil I've him in. I've done more than pencil him in. I've put him in. Yeah, he's penned him in already. A, I'm, I'm going to ask for kind of calls. The first I'm one's gonna go, I'm going to go for one that I think I know at least one of you will definitely have him. It's whether the, it's whether we can make this a full set as well. From Berwick, Ace Piper. Absolutely. Yeah, but I have Ace Piper right. as well. Oh, we're on an absolute roll here. Wrap up this radio show by quarter past nine. We'll be done. Um, <laughs> I mean, again, we look at his stats. Again, similar to Max Perry, someone who's one of the youngest riders in the league. I think he's the third youngest rider in the league. Again, he's jumped up from a three-point assessed average, and he now averages 7.72. Mr. Uh, consistent. 
He's only got zero point zero two between his home and away averages. Oh. Yeah, his home average is yep seven point seven three, and then a seven point seven one. I think for someone of such raw years, he's had an exceptional season, um, and I, I, I don't think it's any coincidence that we've both got Ace Piper in our team. Also, well. Ace is up by ten now. Sure. Big five on a heat ten. So, it's a good start here. We'll come back to you again, Rob. Okay. Um, so, let's try and go for someone. Okay. Well, as we, we'll stick on the Berwick theme. And uh, this guy has got the most race wins in the league this season. So, um, with that little interesting stat, I've gone for Kyle Bickley. Friend of the show, Kyle Bickley. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, Carl Bickley. Um, yeah, with the most race wins uh, in the league this season, in the National League. Um, obviously, he's had a bit of a turbulent time in the Championship, but it hasn't hasn't affected his form in the in the National League. So, um, uh, um, he's been a, a, an outstanding number one for Berwick this season. So, um, yeah, I've got him in my one of seven. He's, uh, I've, he's, I've not he's, got him. Yeah, he's not on my side. And I'm going to go down a route that Kane went down last week. His away average is below nine, which isn't horrific. It's eight point seven. Actually, I'm going to apologise to you two guys now in the middle of the show because Good. last week my rolling average was an absolutely horrific way of deciding my team. Although I wouldn't change anyone in my team, I went down a different route and followed you this week. So, like the little sheep that I am. <laughs> <laughs> and now, so with I mean Bickley, he's averaged eleven point one five at home. Which is, I think, for that reason alone, he has to be in the in the uh, argument. Yeah, that's that's a stonkingly high average. It's like Nick Morris last week. You probably expected to be on there. There's a similar rider to Kyle Bickley that I've got that is just edge would edge Kyle Bickley. Go on then. Which is another friend of the show from Mildenhall, Jason Edwards. I do I'm have sure. Jason Edwards. I do have, I have Jason. I have Jason Edwards too. So. so we've all got Jason Edwards. Wow! Look at this friend of the show, Jason Edwards, and we know he'll come on the show next week. He's so he won't. Never so this I is a lot less controversial than uh, last week. I actually, this was the hardest one. The, well, we've only done two, but this was the hardest one by far for me. He's, he's twenty-four of his twenty-five races away from home. He's finished in the top two. He's got a higher away average than he actually has at Mildenhall, and they're both over ten and a half, which is why I would put him in a category just above um, Kyle Bickley. I, I wouldn't disagree. I think it's a Kyle I Bickley is somebody obviously that I've considered as well. And in fact, yep, he's on my list of thirty-two riders that I considered. Mentally long list. Yeah, he's put all the league on there. That's how difficult this league is because so many riders have had good seasons to whittle it down to seven. Although we're making it look quite easy at the moment, it has been quite hard. Right, I'm sure someone will come up with one that nobody. Well, at the moment, I've got what have I got? You've got two. You must have a couple left. Yeah, yeah, I've got two left. We'll come to Kane for his. He's usually got some left field ideas. Big Andy (laughs) Lebedev. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's like left field because he's been decent. He's been a bit more than decent. He's been very good. Um, I was always going to pick someone from Kent, and he's the only one who did a full season of the top three. So it's got to be Ben Marley. 
Oh, I've got Ben Morley. Yeah. I mean, an 11.31 home average. I haven't got Ben Morley. 87 far away. He has, he's a lead point scorer at Kent. No last, point, no, last places, no last places all season for Kent. Yep. I mean, uh, again, I, I can't argue. The most race wins away from home. Bit of a weird stat, but it's his stat. Can't take it away from him. No. Uh, although that was in a... well. Yeah. Most wins. Could have just said that one, to be honest. Most wins. Um, Proper guy. Did want to put Alfie Bortel in, but I thought he did a bit more than six matches. So, yeah, it's, it, couldn't really just yeah it's a tough one because his, his average was, was very high as well, wasn't it? But Yeah. Oh, well. It's, uh, yeah, where, where he's only done six, it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult. Uh, one of the uh, top two slash three riders from Kent. Yeah, and we, we decided we couldn't pick Max Clegg. Despite well, actually, I thought we did, but Nathan's picked none of them, so. Well, yeah. I'll put, we, uh, I'll put a little bit of a ban on Max Clegg. Yeah. You put a ban on Max. I mean, five matches, four of them of which were at Kent, but he has got a maximum in all five. So I think if he'd have raced yeah. like two matches away from home and still had nearly a 12 average, he I would mean, Max probably Clegg was one of my ones to watch in the championship this year. Well, yeah. But Newcastle, isn't it? Basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like it. <laughs> they thought they were oh, well, safe. I better, I better pull another name out of the hat. Oh, I'll put, this one's pulling a rabbit out of a hat. You'll understand this one in a I minute. I don't understand. You don't understand. I don't understand. I've, I've gone for another Mildenhall rider, Josh Warren. Get it, Rabbit Warren. Rabbit out of a hat. Ha <laughs> oh, Not really. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting one. No. Uh, has anyone else got? I, I'm assuming you haven't got Josh Warren. Then. No, I haven't got Josh Warren. I very That's almost cool. had him, but then I put a different Mildenhall rider over him, and now I have no other Mildenhall riders instead. Oh, but think, he wait. has had a great season, and again, he, he's sort of, he's a bit like uh, Max Perry. I wouldn't be opposed to him being in the final seven. I think so. He's he's been consistent. I mean, he's six point six two average from his three at the start of the season, moving out of reserve. He now finds himself riding at number three, 7.27 home average. Probably the only bit is his 5.76 away average. The, this could be absolute like lies, and it wouldn't be the first time I've said lies. But I think Josh Warren is being helped out by Danny King. I don't know if that's him, but there was oh, some rider being... I don't know the answer to that question. So um, if, if someone who is listening to the show either now or on Tuesday, which would technically still be now when you're listening to it. Um, let me know. Please. I won't be able to sleep at night until I know. Thanks. Uh, oh, oh, lovely. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Um, we'll come, I suppose we'll come back to you, Kane. Rob's only got one more left, so we better come to Kane. Yeah, I've only got one more left, yeah. Now, two of the people I have left, we sort of said, look, like, someone doesn't have them. So, I'll just get one of them out. I'll just say Jake Mulford. A bit local to Kent. To Kent? To Kingsley. He might be local to Kent as well, I don't know. Um, I thought you said you didn't have any... I could have sworn you said earlier you didn't have any Bellevue riders in you. One yeah, Nathan, said Nathan said that, I think. Did I? Really? Um, I don't know. I Someone did. did. It wasn't me, because I remember hearing it. I don't it. know. I reckon you... Nah, yeah, but did you remember hearing it because you said it? But... No, because that would have been a lie. 
because I do have a Bellevue rider. His name is Jake Mulford. He's the only Bellevue rider to have an average higher than seven away from home. He has a nine-point average at home, 8.38 away, 8.72 overall. And uh, a big improvement for the rider we replaced with Jack Parkinson and Blackburn, who uh, had that fire at the start of the season and then withdrew after one match. But mm. wasn't enough to get Bellevue to the playoffs. Oh, well. Okay. A difficult one, uh, yeah, a difficult one to argue with, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, that's not who uh, my last I mean, rider is, so I'm going to make a case to argue with it in a minute. But yeah, I'll I'll pull one more into the equation. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go big again with this one. I I couldn't conceivably not have team of the season without Dan Thompson in it. Yeah, yeah. Have you got him? I do have him. Yeah, I don't have him. So. I knew I knew you wouldn't have him. Surely no, because, I, I, I thought about it and I thought this is going to be incredible, but I'm not going to have a team of the year without Dan Thompson in it because he average. I think he's he's still upped his average from ten point one three, and he still averages ten points home and away. I just I, I find it difficult that you couldn't have him in a team. It's like Sam Masters, isn't it? You knew, you know he's good, but you have to pick him because he's good. Yeah. So. He's in because he's good. And here we are. Yeah, good. so that's what I mean. I, I don't think you could have a team without Dan Thompson in it. And if if you want to avoid battering on social media like last week, if we don't put Dan Thompson in it, we're going to get crucified. Well, there's some put him in maybe. There. I mean, I've I've got an I've got another option. I can give you my last rider if you like. Well, Dan Thompson. It's not Joe Thompson. No. So this 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 rider is actually from Oxford. I've got Jordan Jenkins. I've got Jordan Jenkins. Um, I haven't got Jordan Jenkins because Jordan Jenkins. No. he obviously has been a very reliable number one for Oxford um, and I did find it the interesting stat that really sort of took my eye actually that if you exclude riders that have only completed two two matches or Max Clegg he's never finished lower than second at home that is season. astounding so yeah. Uh, obviously, Max Clegg has got five maximums for Kent, but he's only raced five meetings. The other riders that have, uh, have, have managed that is Adam Royne and, and Dan Jilks, but they've only had two home matches apiece. So, for Jordan Jenkins to do uh, virtually an entire home season, never finishing lower than second, including 20 race wins from uh, 32 so rides, that's, I think that's, that's, that's some going. All right, okay, it's only, it is at home, so you're sort of expecting your number one to be very, very good at home. Um, yeah, and he's also he's got an over a nine point average away from home as well. So it is at Oxford though, on a track that none of these guys would probably have ridden before. Yeah, yeah exactly. So in. yeah, that's the point. That's yeah, the point. He's making, from, like after maybe like week two to week three, you know. So yeah, I think I think he's got to be in there. Yeah. yeah. No last. So should we just pick the entire all. Oxford team then? It's funny you should say that because I've still got two riders left. Uh, I know one of them because we've I've got, an Oxford, I've got an Oxford. I've got an Oxford rider in it. It's a. Uh, so, it's a. Yep. Well, I'm. I'm glad we. I'm glad I got everybody talking on that one. I mean, I, I just. I mean, he blobbed out at the weekend. But he had a bad crash, though, didn't he? I don't know if you've yeah, seen it. I think in terms of the fact that he's 15 years old and he's had a nasty injury this season. He's now averaging, I think he's put 4.38 on top of his average, which is the second highest in the league under Ace Piper. 
Yes. I think he's got, he's got a good shape of being in the team. And then my final one, which I thought long and hard about, is another Mildenhall rider, is Jack Kingston, who I, had retired. I very almost put him he, in as well. He hadn't started the season, but again, he's upped his average to over seven um, from a 4.44 starting position. Um, he's actually rode 14 meetings this season, which surprises me. He's... Um, What's the average at home? is only 6.71, but his away average is what's important is 7.61. So that's why he was into my team. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we've, I mean, we've got a lot further with the team of the season than we did last year, last year, last week, because we've got well, five names already. So, well, I'm no putting a, one, two, I'm no putting a sixth one in because if, one in? if it's the same stat as last week that if you, if two people have named him, and we've got six riders in total. Oh, I just so, be, before we pick the final seven riders, uh, I think we should have a rundown of the other riders over notable seasons. If if you were yeah. to go over your th- thirty-two rider list, okay, I've got um, I'm just the ones that haven't been named. I've got Archie Freeman was one, Henry Atkins, Luke Muff, Connor King, Ben Trigger, Aaron Butcher, Alex Spooner, Mason Watson, Sam Hagen. Um, Luke Crang, Greg Blair, Lee Complin, Nathan Ablett, Harry McGurk, Sam Beebe, and Nathan Stoneman I had on my list. As others that were in contention as well. Yeah, I can't think of anyone on there that I wouldn't have agreed with, actually. So. I've actually forgotten half of them, so uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well done, everybody. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, we've, we're now going to argue over the last six riders for the for the one place. I I'm looking at I'm looking at Max Perry if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I think I, Max I Perry's a good pick. I'm Not even on my list. But he is my pick, so I might make a bold proposition. It what? It's a rider that is named twice but maybe we don't put them in. Thoughts? Oh, Interesting it? thought. Who 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 are you thinking? I don't know. You don't know. I, I was I thought, looking at I Ben Morley, but then the I more think... that I think about Ben Morley, it's a bit of a stupid decision. I'm not a big. I mean, you two have named Ben Morley, so I'm happy for him to have him in. I'll I would. I would also him. think Connor Calls. Um, again, maybe a bit bold. He's got he's got three votes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think Connor Colts yeah, is Connor a ball. I don't think that's a ball. Yeah. I'll just stop if talking. Um, well done, guys. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I'm going to fight Ben Morley's corner here, and I because he's averaging over ten in a Kent side that have been have struggled big time without their second uh, big heat leader in in terms of Alfie Botel. So I, I'm going to I'm going to fight Ben Morley's corner here, and I think he should be in there. Right. I think he's sort of. Not carried them, but he's definitely, you know, I think he's the reason they were, they got vaguely close to the playoffs. Doing a bloody good job here. I'm going to, for me, the last, for me, it's between Max Perry and Jody Scott for the last place. I think Josh Warren should be given a mention. Yeah, I've got, yeah, well, he's in my team. <laughs> I was going to say, they've all been given a mention. They're all, they're all there, but. I mean, a mention for the final spot, like. Uh, for the, for the strides. Under the, the mate, radar, I think. I mean, you consider they all started on three-point averages and where they are now, who's made the best strides? 
I, I think if you have taken into consideration Max Perry's riding in a team with three riders that are going to outscore him regularly, he probably finds it harder than most. Although he'll pick up bonus points. I'm just going to have a quick look at some, some statistics, if you don't mind. Bold. Yeah, I don't know why I'm looking at stats, to be honest. Disgraceful. I didn't realise we looked at stats on this show. I just thought That's we cool. went on our, like, uh, gut ideas. I thought we just picked a name out of a hat most of the time. Uh, Bellevue well, still lead by 10 after 11 heats, although Charles Wright I has obviously... I just want to put in there as well. Josh Warren is the only rider to do a full season. Max Perry had nine matches. Jordy Scott had seven. Josh had 14. So... Mm. Scored over 100 points. Was it Josh was Warren? It? Yep. You're still going for Josh Warren here, are you? I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> I've never seen someone fight for a rider who's not in their own 1-7. Well, I, I really wanted to put him in back. Someone assume. else's 1-7. Bob, you might as well pick Jake Mulford. We might as well pick each other's riders for the last Yeah, I was looking at that. Can we put George Rothery in? No. Okay. I'd bring the average age up a bit too much, I think. Although Ben Morley's doing a good job of that. but He's not that old, is he? Um, I don't know. I thought Ben Morley was in his, what, mid-20s? Oh, I meant Rothery. Oh, well, he's 25. Is Morley he? Morley must be we, We've been through this. Have we? No, that was that was Ben Rathbone, wasn't it? Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting mixed up. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, I think he, I think he's in his mid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is actually in his mid twenties. But oh, well. I'm, I'm uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm happy with Max Perry or Josh Warren if I'm being honest. So Jordy Scott is out of the picture. Oof. Well, I mean, it could be for me, but I'm just sort gonna... of dis- I've discounted Jack Kingston, Kyle Bickley, and Jake Mulford. Kyle, I don't. Oh, forgot about Kyle. Most race wins in the league. Yeah, but it's a bold one. It's like saying it's like saying the guy that gets the golden boot in the Premier League isn't in your team of the season. Can't interesting stat. Interesting how idea. Many, how many rides has he had? Can we how not get rides? this as a percentage, please? Go on then. If someone can figure it out really quickly, sixty-six yeah. rides. Carbically, sixty-six wins. rides, thirty-six wins. Just over fifty percent. Fifty-five? No. One last place all one last only one last place all season. Fifty five percent of his races he's won. I'm still uh, I'll just yeah, but he's the oh, I'm uh, I'm still nine races below second place out of sixty six. I'm I'm only, still only third or fourth once at home. I mean to to put it I mean Ben Morley Ben Morley's uh statistics he's exactly fifty percent for race wins. Although I'm not helping Ben's case there, but He's at, you know, Bickley's got a higher percentage. We've got four genuine number ones in this team already. Can we not put another youngster in? Can we just take another number one out then? You're on about taking Morley out, aren't you? No, just. just I, I just don't. I don't think there. you can take. I don't think you can take Morley out. I think. No, I, I just think I'm fighting his corner, and I, I think you've got to keep him in for just keeping that Kent team afloat. Right, I'm, I'm going to say Josh Warren then. Okay. I mean, I as I said, I, I I think Max Perry or Josh Warren or Carl Bickley at this point. You know, so I, I not, seem to. We're not saying Georgie Scott. 
have, have we moved on from Jody Scott, or are we going to? Um, I don't know. We've got four yeah, minutes I'll... to make it make our minds up. <laughs> if it's between, I'll, I'll discount weird. Jody Scott from them three, but I'd also discount Bickley from them as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to write it in, Josh. Martin. No. Um. This is tough. I can't wait for someone to say we should have picked like Tom Spencer. Or someone's just going to argue. I just think we're going to get more arguments if we don't put Max Perry in it, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I mean, don't, like let's, not, let's, don't let's, not, let's not follow the crowd here. The, yeah, well, yeah, no, listeners can make up their own minds here. But Yeah, guys. God. I think yeah, we can, you know, they, they can make up their own minds. And if, if they disagree, then fantastic. Let us know. Tell us who you think should have been in there. Maybe not eight times, but tell us who you think should have been in there. I, I, I'm going to do something bold here. Go on. I think we should discount Max... I think we should discount Max Perry. Why? Because if you take away bonus points, his average is only 5.67, whereas Josh Lawrence is 6.45. Okay. It's not actually, it's Fair actually 5.79, I put the wrong one. So the complete argument is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh. Um, a minute. I was, I was really, I was really invested in that as well. Yeah. When you were going on about it, I was, I was so invested in what you were saying. I was like, I don't know, that makes, makes perfect sense actually. So we're just going for a straight shootout got, between Warren and Bickley, but. I've got a better argument. I've got a better one as well. Josh Warren has been made to ride at Mildenhall all season. That's a really good argument, but how about this one? Josh Warren's got 17 race wins from 14 matches, and Max Perry has seven from nine. Okay. Should we go Josh Warren? If we're discounting yeah. Carbickley, you know, I do think Not the only argument Max I got. Perry, though, is I'm scared, but at the, the same only, time. The only... The only is. thing, I, the only argument I have for Carl Bickley is that he's got the most race wins in the league. So, I I think for that reason he has to be in it. But then, like, we're also on one minute and twenty eight seconds. So, like, <laughs> one hour and twenty eight minutes, perhaps even. So, uh, it's um, it's it's a bit of a tricky one. Do we just take out like Dan Thompson and pretend he didn't exist? I, I mean, he was. I didn't pick Dan Thompson, so he's he's good. That's yeah, he's good. But did he have did, did it, he have I, a great no. season? Did he have an outstanding team? Right, we've got a minute. We've got a minute to go season. here. We need to pick someone. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm Dan Thompson out. Kyle Bickley and Josh Warren in. No. Yeah. I tell I tell what we could do is when we when we put up the uh, episode tomorrow night, we'll put up put up a poll for those three riders. Who gets it, guys? Who gets it? I like it. We're going to do We've that. We've got six riders, and then we'll put up a poll for the final 24 three. 24-hour poll, because I'll, I'll have to make a graphic at some point. 24-hour yeah. poll. What are we talking What from, from release tomorrow? Yeah, so it'll be closing 8pm Wednesday evening. Get Delightful. your thoughts in. Tell us why we're Lovely. wrong, and tell us who gets it. And then shout at that's me for sweet. trying to get Ben Marley removed. Right, well, that, that's figured that one out to a certain extent. We've got six. We can't actually pick seven riders, so you can do it for us. Right. So next week the show will be the Premiership and probably seven riders, or it could be nine from the National Development League on next week. But uh thank you for you two for joining me on the show. 
Pleasure Thank you. Pleasure as always. And we'll hopefully everyone will be listening to us again next week. Thank you very much. Bye. Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.